it's got to be tough out there as you're planning on opening your business and not everybody's thinking of vacation and summer because kind of we've been going in and out of that today. A lot of people are, let's go back to the Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night. And for a lot of people, they're getting ready to go back to school. They're getting ready to open their business and it's do or die for them. And it's got to be a very, very confusing landscape out there. What do you do? Because the governments haven't taken control. We have seen actually businesses say, this is what I want. I want to open and I want to say, okay, I'm going to open and I'm going to say you have to be vaccinated to get in. We've even seen strip clubs like Fillmore do it and take the lead. And then we saw that Safe to Go website this week that was one of the big local stories when it comes to business. And they had to close it down because the the founder said there were just people getting attacked. They were getting phony reviews. And these anti-vaxxer people were very angry. And they were taking out a lot of anger on these people's businesses well, what's it like to go back into business if that's the case? It's got to feel really unbelievable. You've been through hell. You didn't know if you could go on. Where did you get the money to continue? Were there en- was there enough government money? What about your staff as they head for the hills? A lot of people quit. And if you're hoping to maybe put it behind you and salvage, I guess the word is salvage, how do you salvage and who gets to make that decision. I I don't have the answer. I do feel that businesses want to do this more and more, but we do know that governments are not going to do it. There is no clear direction from a government now on what people can do and what people can't. Not here. I keep referencing Boris Johnson, conservative PM, but he has been doing that. He did in September. That is going to be the rule. It would not be out of the realm of possibility to say, as we see more countries do it, will we do the same thing if it's the key to opening up economically and safely? And we've got the businesses angles, and then we also have, as we head into this weekend, don't we? We have clearly, for me, the big story of the week was the pressure to get vaccinated. We had to have a... A, a plan and how to get out of this. We got one and then the vaccination pressure has just cranked up every moment of every day. We're going to end the show by welcoming a business and talking about what it's like to live in their shoes. Doug Appledoom is joining us, the brewery owner of People's Pint Brewing Company in Toronto. Doug, good afternoon. Happy Friday to you. Good afternoon. Happy Friday. How do you feel? I'm just kind of speculating on, you know, all the excitement of getting back and the hope that this is you're going to put this behind you. But yet there is no government directive on what can happen with vaccines. We saw what would happen with safe to go. Is there a pressure? Is there a fear? Is there a wariness from companies like yours right now? Yeah, I have to say there is. Um, it's been a it's been quite a week, actually. Um, you know, we went from announcing that our staff was fully vaccinated to, you know, having to deal with a lot of online trolls and 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 abuse from anti-vaxxers. It um, it was really quite disheartening, 
but at the same time it was uh it was it was quite uplifting in the fact that there were so many people who came out in support of what we were doing and what we were saying and that that gives me hope that uh there is it, it is going to get better you know we talk a lot about human rights and that's and and the rights of people and freedom and that's what a lot of these vaxxers are saying that it's discrimination where do you weigh in i mean we've been talking to business people on the show all week and from a local and a provincial and a national perspective, there seems to be a chorus that businesses want to be able to nail the control of their company any way they can. Is There's a conflict here on liberty, isn't there? Well, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to you know, say that you can't, you know, you should get the, the vaccine, although it would be mm-hmm. better for everyone if they did. But it is your choice. But choices come with consequences and they come with privileges. So if you are willing to get vaccinated, there should be privileges that go along with that. And to me, one of those privileges is going out in public and enjoying everything else that everyone in public enjoys. That, you know, that's sitting down in a restaurant or in a brewery or, you know, in enjoying a movie or going, you know, to a ball game. You know, I, I think that if if you want to do those things, then I think that you have to step up and, and do the right thing and get vaccinated. And for those who aren't, do you feel, I mean, it's a small group, as some have called it a fringe group, but they're very loud on this. We understand I'm with you and I'm sure a lot of people are. I don't think anybody should be forced to be vaccinated. More and more, we're hearing a call that that's your choice, but businesses want a choice. And a lot of businesses have always wanted a choice on what they do. They couldn't. They couldn't open during this pandemic. You've already followed a lot of rules. Would you say that it would improve your business if you had that control? Yeah, I, I believe. Are you with us, Doug? I think we're losing you here in the. All right. So because back. if, you know, if we had some, you know, would give us. Are we okay? Yeah, we are. We're, you're back with us. You're live. Okay. So you want the control, right. um, as you were saying. So, so if you uh, could just continue. What was I saying? Yeah, yeah well, we're, talking, we're I, talking about control. I like, think that know, if there liberty. were... Yeah. I think that if there were some sort of government um, uh, mandate that basically gave us the tools to be able to have people come in for code to let you know to let people know that you've been vaccinated or have some sort of medical exemption that allows you to come into a business and i think that um leaving that up to businesses to do i don't think is fair i think that this is something that has to be mandated by by the provincial government just so that when we get backlash from it we can say look this is not us we're just following the rules and so far, all of the rules that we've had to implement, like masking and, and distancing, you know, we haven't had a, an issue with our customers following those rules. And if we lay out those rules, instead of, you know, doing it all on our own, then we don't face that, that same kind of backlash. Will there be pressure, do you think, Doug, uh, to make a government make that decision? Premier Doug Ferb was pretty clear he didn't want health care workers, he didn't want this divided society. But we've been hearing more and more about it, such concern around the world about a lack of vaccinations could take away our, our business comeback here. Do you think businesses like yourselves are going to be pressuring government to make the decision you just said would help you? 
Yeah, well, because I, I think that if you if you give people the 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 whole carrot and stick approach, like it might actually compel some of these people who are sitting on the fence to go out and get vaccinated because they'll see some of their privileges and you know um, they have the freedom to do what they want, but they don't have the the right to go to a restaurant it's not your right to eat inside you know having people out there in 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 a you know restaurant settings if the safer they are the the more you know we can get back to normal faster we can have people inside again we can have large gatherings we can do all the things we want to do if we're all vaccinated yeah, it's it's the other the reverse of freedom, and this is going to take us there. Doug Appledoon, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. From People's Pint Brewing Company in Toronto. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you. Doug Appledoon, there you go. You know, and this is where we are too. And you start to see it. it, it, it we always know the sound of those calls, don't we now, Zoom? <laughs> People are freezing up, and you can imagine their face, and we all go through it. But we all know, too, kind of like life, all of a sudden, in the blink of an eye, they can they can come back. There we had, a, you know, a, the big stories for me this week, of course, uh, is to watch where we go on this, how we feel about it. We've tasted this liberty and freedom. We have an election campaign going up. How much will it be a campaign issue? Things happen and they grow in momentum. We also heard from Michael Bryant. We know civil liberties and there are people who believe that this is an infringement on people's liberties. But we've seen that taken away in other areas. We know the civil liberties were very critical of what was happening in certain provinces where they were saying, you can't come here. That is not the Canadian way. It's not in the Canadian Constitution. It's not in in our laws. But there is, if it's, a, if it's an emergency, and that's how people got away with it in the Atlantic provinces, they did it. So it's going to be interesting if this is something that will push forward this from another way. Let's face it, business puts on pressure. What are politicians going to do? There were a lot of them are trying to keep open because of pressures from businesses. And now it's a completely different thing. All right. I hope you have a great weekend. And John Oakley's coming up next. And you may have read that story about the smoky flavor stuff getting in the wines in California. And it just kind of blew my mind. They're putting sunscreen on the grapes to try to help them with this heat. But apparently it's going to leave a smoky taste. I'm just saying, and John, if you're about to do this story, I'm just saying I hate oaky wine and I hate smoky wine. Uh, Stay tuned. John Oakley's up next. For Jeff MacArthur, I'm Arlene Bynan. Have a great weekend. This is Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think French fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.